The book of Jude, verse 24, and I just want to preach just a little while uh, on a precious truth that sometimes that we need to be reminded of. He said, now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. I want to take about five or six places in the Bible where it said that he is able. Now we see first of all, he said now. So he is presently able. I'm glad it isn't. We, we, a lot of time we preach and we talk about uh, how it was and I do that a lot how it was back in the 70s. But I got news for you, the same Holy Ghost that worked back then, uh, uh, he can still work today uh, in the day that we live in. I'm glad the Holy Ghost that fell in churches back then, uh, he can still fall in church today. I'm glad it isn't over, amen. A lot of time we feel like uh, uh, that we're never gonna have it like it was before, but I'm telling you, if we'll seek God, uh, uh, God will meet with his people and brother Danny we can have it like it was uh, in the days of old in the camp meetings uh, I thank God that these young people have been around here and in meetings where God has met with us uh, I'm telling you in a lot of places it isn't but he is still able amen hallelujah that word unto means a, a compound word of in we are positioned in him I'm glad that I do not have to worry about making it on my own. If I would have had to keep my salvation, I'd have lost it the first day I got it. But thank God I am in him. Hallelujah. And he is in me. Thank God for that. We see the position. Then we see his person. He said unto him. His name is the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, that is, uh, he is superior. He is uh, our savior. And he is uh, the sanctified one. I'm not ashamed of the name Jesus Christ. The world don't want us to say it. I remember old George W. Bush got inaugurated in 2000. And I remember 2001, but I remember that he had a, a black preacher man uh, pray for him, an old Methodist preacher. And that man said uh, at the end, and in Jesus' name, uh, amen. And they were so mad, they ate him up in the news for two weeks. Uh, they put it all in the paper. How dare them to say the name of Jesus? Well, I'm going to say it everywhere I go when I want to because it's through the blood of Jesus. Thank God that I'll never spend one night and the charred walls of the damned because of the blood of Jesus Christ. I say hallelujah for the Lamb of God. Thank God for our Savior. I say Jesus, 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 Jesus. Amen. Amen. I'm not going to be quiet for that crowd. They don't like it. They can plug their ears. Amen. Not being mean. But you know what? We, <laughs> this country was founded on godly principles and godly men. 
If they don't like our God, they can go back from where they came from. Amen. That was free. It didn't cost you anything. We see his name. Verse 25, we see his nature. He said he's a wise God. He knows all things. <laughs> he knew how sorry you would be and he saved you anyway. He knew how sorry I'd be and he saved me anyway. Thank God for that. Hallelujah. He's a wise God. But Chris, he said be glory and majesty. You know what? In that new Jerusalem, Brother Danny, the Bible said there's no need of the S-U-N because the S-O-N will be the light thereof. Uh, the glory. Can you imagine when we get around the throne of God? I could imagine when old brother Charles and my dad and others have gone on before us. Uh, when they got around that glory, I thank God for his glory and his majesty. He's a holy God this morning. Amen. Thank God for who he is. Uh, he said not only that, his dominion, he's in control. They just think Kamala Harris is in control because we know Biden's not, amen. But God's in control. He said in Revelation that he is the prince of all the kings of the earth. Uh, it don't matter if they're the king of Saudi Arabia or the queen of England, they're not in control. He is. And when he wants to, Brother David, he moves in people's lives. He changes things. He makes things happen. He does what he wants to because he has dominion. Then he has, he said, power. That means he does as he pleases, amen. The Lord does what he wants to without asking you and me permission, hallelujah. I'm glad he's God. I'm glad it's not you. I'm glad it's not me. I'm glad it's him, amen. Amen. Number four, we see his potential. He said he's able. Amen. If you want to turn, go to Hebrews. Hebrews chapter seven. We find that he's, he's able to save to the uttermost. <laughs> we just saw that this week. I'm glad that he is still in the saving business. Some of you got children. Some of you got grandchildren. You don't think there's no hope. I've got a brother that's schizophrenic is sometimes he loses his mind and dad was convinced that God told him that my brother Terry gets to go to heaven. He gets, he's gonna get born again. Preacher, I look at it on the outset and I say there's no way. But I'm telling you, he is able this morning uh, to save them from the uttermost uh, because he said in verse 16, uh, his endless life. He said, uh, thank God, in verse 24 of that chapter, that he uh, endureth or continueth forever. I'm glad because of his endless life that he is able to save. You might be here this morning and you're just an old religious church member and you're dying and going to hell without God. God is able to save you this morning. If you'd repent of your sin and trust the blood, it birthed you into the family of God. He is able to save because of his endless life. Verse 26, he's able to save because of his excellence. You know what he said? He said that he's holy. He said that he's harmless. He said that he's undefiled. He's unsoiled. Preacher preached out of Psalms 1 this week in the morning's given devotions. He said he is separate 
from sinners. That means he is a distance from their character. Are you hearing me? They tried to taint his character. They tried to mar him. But I'm telling you, he's holy this morning. He is the spotless lamb of God. And I'm glad if you're here and you're lost without God, he is able to save you to the uttermost. I'm glad he's able to save your family. There's some of you, you may have given up hope on somebody you've been praying for. Don't give up this morning. He is. Able, amen. He's able to save. Go with me to 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12. Thank God, as Sister Thelma testified, he's able to secure this morning. Not only to save, but to secure. You know what he said? He said, I know in whom I have believed. What you said a while ago, Brother Laddie, in your testimony, I am not ashamed. Paul said, I am not ashamed. I know in whom I believed. I am positive this morning in who I have believed. I don't worry about it at night. I don't toss on my pillow. I don't worry if I'm going to die where I'm going. Thank God I am positively knowing where I'm headed. I know in him whom I have believed. I'm not trying to work my way there. I'm not trying to be good enough. I'm not worried and counting on my baptism. I'm not counting on my church membership. I'm not counting on my giving and on my going. I tell you what I'm counting on. I'm counting on him. I thank God I am positively know in who I have believed. Amen. What have you believed this morning? He said not only positive, he said I'm persuaded. That word means I'm convinced. Brother Jason, you could not take a Bible and try to convince me that I'm not saved. If you're not convinced you are, you need to get on this altar this morning and get it convinced. (laughs) Brother Poindexter, I'm convinced. That song you sang about heaven, I'm going there. I'm just as good as being there. He said in Ephesians that I'm already seated together in heavenly places. I've already got a name tag at the table. He said we got a new name written down in glory. I don't know what it is. Hey man, I just hope when I get a new body that he adds about six more inches to me. Hallelujah. But anyway, amen. But thank God I've got a place at the table. Hallelujah. I am convinced. He said I'm persuaded. Then he said, I am protected. He said he's going to keep that. She said, I don't have to keep it. Aren't you glad you don't have to keep it? What about them days when you lose your temper? What about them days when you have a bad attitude? I wonder if anybody this morning come in with a bad attitude. Got a chip on the shoulder. Dare somebody knock it off. You know what? 
That attitude makes a big difference in our life, amen. It makes a difference for everybody around us, hallelujah. Hey, when you have a bad attitude, uh, when you have a lack of patience, which we almost had, we waited for two hours to eat one night. What about that? And I have to say, I did all right. I didn't flip my lid and lose my cool. I, I, I wanted to, amen. Uh, but there's everybody who's around us. What I'm saying is, thank God, I'm glad I don't have to keep what he gave me salvation is of the Lord if I had to keep it I wouldn't have it but thank God I'm glad hallelujah I know where I'm headed this morning and he is able to keep that which I have committed unto him against that day thank God I'm glad that I'm kept by his power he said in the book of Philippians I'm kept by his power amen Hallelujah. I'm glad that he is able to keep that. I remember in a meeting one time, I wasn't doing the preaching, but I was there. There was a lady. She had been struggling about her salvation for 20 years. Can you imagine the fear, the turmoil? You don't have to do that. If you have placed your trust in him, he's got you. <laughs> you don't have to hold on. He's got you. There may be someone this morning, you're, you're doubting your salvation. I told the young people, that happened to me when I was 16 years old. Bothered me for a week. I was in Bible college. One day, the Lord allowed the devil to get close to my ear. He said, there is no God. You're a fool for wasting your life. Brother Laddie, I knew better than that. But it bothered me. I, man, I don't ever wake up in the middle of the night. You can ask Patty. I mean, it don't matter if a train's coming through, praise God. But I'm telling you, I'd wake up in the middle of the night out of a dead sleep. And he'd say, there is no God. There is no God. Do you know I went through that for two years? Two years. I'd be preaching. Brother Cody, I'd be preaching. The devil said, you're so foolish. I walked across the platform to get my diploma uh, when I graduated from Bible college. He said, you have just wasted three years of your life. You know what? I haven't wasted anything. <laughs> and I read a little book by old Spurgeon. Here's what he said. He said, one day I was going through a valley and the devil was telling me that God wasn't real. And then he said, it dawned on me. He said, you stupid devil, if there's no God, there's no devil. Leave me alone, hallelujah. And I was having me a fit around the house and I said, praise God, I know he's real. I'm glad he's real. I committed unto him 1972 as an eight-year-old boy. I knelt down out of an old-fashioned order and I committed myself unto him and he saved me, he saved me, he saved me by his grace, amen. He is able to secure. Garrett, there'll be a day the old slewfoot's gonna get on your shoulder. Spence, there'll be a day he'll say, you're not saved. If you'd have been saved, you wouldn't have fought that. If you'd have been saved, you wouldn't have done that. That's how sorry he is. <laughs> but we don't have to keep it. He's got it. Hallelujah. He's able to secure. Number three, Hebrews, you don't have to turn over chapter two. He's able to secure or to help. 
I'll use this text in one of my messages on the blood this week. He said, he is able. That word means to send relief, Brother Danny. Well, there's times we get in trouble spiritually. There's times we get discouraged. There's times we get depressed. There's times we get down. And if we'll be honest and say, Lord, I need some help. You know what he does, Brother Chris? He sends the ambulance. He said, rescue is on the way. Hallelujah. I'm sure some of y'all heard this on YouTube like I did. The Rochesters were singing. He knows my name. He told a story about a missionary in Mexico. And he said the man was in going down the road and all of a sudden a roadblock happened. And he said the drug cartel was pulling out the driver, shooting him in the head and throwing him on the ground. First car, he was the fifth car, the second car, the third car, the fourth car. And he looked at his wife and he said, well, honey, I guess I'll see you on the other side. But when they got to his car, that song said, he knows my name. He knows, I'm glad he knows where we are. He said they stopped and they paused and they went to the next car. He said about that time the police rolled in and they had a seven hour shootout. He said, I don't know who and I don't know how, but somehow somebody hit that repeat button and he said, we dove into the ditch and we laid there for seven hours, but for seven hours we heard, he knows my name. I'm glad, thank God, he knows how to send rescue. I'm glad he knows where you're at this morning. He knows what burdens you've got on your heart. He knows what you're going through. He knows whatever is happening in your life, whether it's in your family, whether it's in your marriage, whether it's in your finances, uh, and he knows uh, how to send the rescue. Uh, I'm glad, thank God. Uh, hey, when hope is all gone, help is on the way. I'm glad, thank God. He knows how to send uh, the ambulance. Uh, he knows how to give relief. Uh, I'm glad he knows how to help. I'm glad he knows how to aid. I'm glad he knows how to assist, amen. You know what I'm convinced of more than ever? We carry more burdens than we should because, but Thomas, we don't trust him. We don't give it to him. He is able. You got any rivers that seem uncrossable? Any mountains you seem like you can't climb? He is able. Number four in Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter nine, he's able to supply. <laughs> I could take 30 minutes there. He's able to supply our spiritual needs. And it's sometimes when you just, you gotta have some help and you get honest with him and you say, Lord, you've gotta help me. And you know what he does? He helps you. He gives us our spiritual needs. He gives us our physical needs. How many times have we needed help from God and God provide the way? How many times? I mean, if you've been saved any length of time at all, you can see how God has taken care of you. Can I say to you young families, young teenagers, thinking about marriage down the road, you just remember, if you'll put God first in your home and you 
you'll tithe and you'll give. Uh, God will take care of you. He'll help you even if you're making $2.35 an hour. My minimum wage when I started was $3.35 an hour. And you know what? Uh, I tithe and I gave to missions. Uh, and thank God you can tell by looking at me, I've never went without a food, without a meal. God has provided. Matter of fact, he's given me so much more. I thank God than what I deserve. He's been good to you. He's been good to me. And you might be here and you got a need and you say, there's no way in heaven that I can get that done. But thank God there is one who has the ability. He is able. Amen. He's able to supply the needs that we have. Can I say number five in Ephesians chapter three? He's able when it comes to supplication. He said, he's able to do exceedingly, brother George, abundantly, above all that we ask or that we think. Sam, the Harris family, he's able to touch your mother. He is able to give your dad direction. He's able. Sister Proctor, he's able to help you find some land. He's able. I remember when we were, had joined up here in that August and we was looking for land. And a fella that came here, some Steve, he told the preacher, he said, got a piece of property that Brother Barnes ought to go look at. So we drove from South Carolina to come up here and look at where I'm living now. And there was a lady that I had contacted who had worked at the real estate and she used to play the piano at a church in Somerville. Met her several years ago. I contacted her all through December and she never called me back. Brother Danny, guess when she calls me? The day I'm traveling up here. Guess who put that sign in the yard for sale? It was her. God had put all of that together. He is able. And it looked like the man was going to back out on the deal. And he didn't, praise God. And we've been there almost three years already because God is able. He is able to touch our loved one. You say, well... He didn't touch your dad. He did. Oh, he healed him all right. He gave him the best healing that there is. He got to go to a land that is fairer than day. Uh, praise God. Uh, he's rejoicing this morning. And one day we're going to shout together down the street of gold. Uh, I'm telling you, God is able this morning. Oh, whatever's going on in your life, uh, you need to come and part before the Lord. Uh, and God is able to help uh, you and I. He's able to do exceedingly abundantly, above all we ask or even think. The word means excessive. That means what you think he can do, he's just getting started. Doesn't he always do more, Brother Danny, than we ask him to? <laughs> what a God. The world's so foolish to live in their sin and never trust God to enjoy their Christian life. Don't know about you, but I decided a long time ago I was going to enjoy it, not endure it. Some of you, you haven't smiled in 20 years. It'd do your face good to smile a little bit. Amen. <laughs> it's all right to be happy. 
when our youth group went to New York, hopefully there's nobody here from New York, but anyway, we went to New York. We got on the subway. I was telling Brother Sam and that, the yeah, barely we got on the subway. But when we got on there, everybody was in stone silence. They just looked forward. I mean, most of them didn't even have their phone in their hand. They, and us from Georgia, we was just running our mouth like crazy. And we was talking and laughing and enjoying life. And the lady looked over at me and she said, you're not from here, are you? And I said, uh, I said no, ma'am, we are sure not. She said, where are you from? I said, Georgia. And she smiled real big and she said, I can tell, amen. <laughs> you know what? It ought to be that we ought to enjoy life. I'm not gonna sit, uh, sit around and be down and discouraged all the time. I'm happy in Jesus this morning. My name been recorded in the Lamb's book of life. I'm never going to hell. I'm gonna enjoy it. Uh, thank God while I'm here, I'm gonna enjoy the trip. Hey, I'm not gonna be look like I've been sucking on dill pickle. I'm gonna enjoy life. Hallelujah. Amen. It'll help you to smile a little bit. Amen. Man, this thing is, it's for real. It's wonderful. Hallelujah. <laughs> Supplication. Lastly, in our text, he's able to sanctify. Progressively, he said he's able to keep you from falling. Man, more people fall in sin and get in sin and don't have to be. He's able to keep us. The problem is, Brother Daniel, I think we like it too much. That's why we get in sin so much. He is able. That's what he said, Brother Laddie. He is able to keep us from falling. Then not only progressively, but positionally. He says he's going to present us faultless. <laughs> Think about that. You know what used to overwhelm my dad? That his wicked past is gone. It's gone. And one day when we stand before God, we'll be faultless. With all of our faults and all of our inconsistencies and our unfaithfulness, he's going to present us faultless. Think about that. Think about how many times we have failed him. Think about how many times we've let him down. But Brother Jeff, he gonna present us faultless. <laughs> hallelujah. But Jason, thank God for hallelujah. We're gonna be presented faultless. I don't know what you need this morning, but before I even left last week, God told me what I was preaching this morning, what I'm preaching tonight. He is able.